What You Want to Know is recorded in Great White Portland. Uh, Skype just told me to avoid legal snags by informing everyone that this is being recorded. So you just you tell him <laughs> Papa Smurf over here that we're recording. <laughs> I, I I don't see you, but I hear you. Oh, you're Sandman. Bum 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 bum. So we got Sandman and Anansi. <laughs> Anansi the spider. What's that from? Can you can you hear that fan in the background the way you can hear whatever the hell Eric is crumpling? Eric's eating some lays. <laughs> oh, got the club crackers. <laughs> club. <laughs> <laughs> Club of buttery richness of the club cracker. Oh man. Oh, must have had a good day. Today was fine. Celebrate with a club. I mean, the yeah. rip, those Ritz destroyed me. Oh, did you get some of the little stacks of Ritz, or did you get the tall stack? I don't. I don't know. What's the tall stack versus the little stack? So like they have like single serve. Yeah, they have like you can get a box with like eight small stacks in them, and each stack probably has like twelve as opposed, in it. As opposed to four large stacks. Yeah. Are they the same amount of writs? I think so. Just I get the up. small stacks because you, you know think you have control then. Yeah. Yeah. See, you the don't. problem with getting uh, many of anything is. I think it's proven you tend to eat more than you would have had you just got the regular Snickers bar. Hmm. Because you're like, ooh, let me have five of these. <laughs> it's just cereal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, man. Tis what tis. Vacay, what's up, Vacay? I mean, it's it's not a vacation. Why not? It's me getting my dog out of town because assholes oh. need to start lighting off fireworks. I, uh, God, man. Yeah. Yeah. I had a moment a couple of nights ago. Someone just started lighting off stuff, and I was like, shit. Yep. I have even thought about this with Mila. Yeah. She might do yeah. just fine. She might, but I'm prepared for the worst. There you go. Mm. Get her some of those, uh, get her some Timbers earphones. <laughs> if I thought that they could stay on her head. Yeah. <laughs> she does nothing but just like shimmy and wiggle right now. Oh, man. That's so, great. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> Shimmy and wiggle. So do they not do fireworks down in Bend? Uh, they don't. Yeah, the area that I'm in, there's all these signs up just saying that they're not allowed. It's real dry here too, though. You know. Okay. 
But people are assholes, man. That's not going to stop somebody. I mean, look what happened to the gorge. You know what I mean? A little dumbass. Oh, what do you think will happen if I throw this down this goddamn valley of of fucking Tinder? <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, motherfucker, I wonder what's going to happen. He's like wiping his hands with some oil rags. Like, all right, well, let's go play. Honestly, I hope that kid learned something great from that besides just basically I don't even know what was the what was the quote unquote punishment financial institution like a few hundred hours of uh, like forest cleanup I think some money but I mean when compared to to a lifetime he was getting yeah he probably could get more oh man I just was like, when that happened, you know how when something bad happens, you have the thought, please don't let it be a black kid or a black mm-hmm. person. And then all of a sudden, my brain was like, that was not a black kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no black kid threw a, no black kid <laughs> threw a, a firecracker down a, just a dry ass valley, lighting Laura Ingalls and everyone else on fire. She's just crazy. What a what an insane thing to do. Also, Chris, stop insane, shaming him. <laughs> what an insane thing to bring with you on a hike. Right. Like, I mean, the few times that I go hiking, I pack light because I don't want any any extra weight <laughs> slowing me down. You, you know, I mean Batman, whatever Batman that was, whatever Christopher Nolan Batman that was. I do. It's just so true. Some people just want to watch the world burn. And you see that with like the pushback to the mask wearing. You just see that with the choices adults are making. You know what I mean? The theories that they're believing. You're just like, wow, you just want to watch the world light up. This mask shit is out of control. My hometown, East Lansing, Michigan, these fucking idiots. Jesus Christ. There's this bar. It's called Harper's. It might be called Harper's. No, it's just called Harper's. It's a little whack, little college. Uh, college bar. Cl- college bar and club. Oh, right? Dude. So yeah. the that amount the of infections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so drinking inside, dancing, mm-hmm. and just a huge number of people infected. And then going back to their towns all around Michigan. I mean, come on, man. Come on. You're a fucking college student. What are you what are you learning? But I think that's the All thing the... That, that they're not learning. Like they see that that's the time to be wild and invincible. Um, but I on Good Morning America this morning they were you know what? I watched Good Morning America. <laughs> I was gonna let it. I was gonna let it slide. Nah. I didn't say anything. This is this is pandemic times. We all change up our routines a little bit. I watch GMA every morning with Michael Strahan. <laughs> Wait, Michael Strahan's on there now? Yeah. Yeah, man. Is that where he went to from? Uh, from Mike Kelly and Ripa or whatever? Yeah, yeah Kelly and Ripa. Yeah. Strahan. Um, but, uh, I guess there are things called like COVID parties 
that are happening on college campuses where CP. they're gambling to see like they're taking bets on who will get they're COVID. doing death pools yeah i mean i, I was never that dumb because they don't understand here's the thing so many people are just like even when they have it right they're just asymptomatic right but they don't get what happens when it hits like the people who aren't asymptomatic that shit is rough and if you're lucky enough to weigh enough to survive the rapid weight loss you still got a journey back these motherfuckers are talking about how they got tired picking up their phone they got tired they had to relearn to drink and eat after coming out of their induced coma you want to take that chance? Hmm. Shit. And when I say, like, if you can survive the weight loss, these are, like, dudes who are, like, 240, like, 230, like, my weight, losing 60 pounds. But if you're just, like, one of the, you know, like, Portland, if you're just a regular Portland dude, like, a, just a slight dude, <laughs> you know, you Coming lose 60 pounds, pounds, you're done. Pounds Come on. How many, like, you know, just petite dudes do we know? A lot. They can't lose sixty pounds. You can't lose that much. You're you're gonna you're fucked. Take it seriously, man. I mean, and yeah. it's like this has been around for five, six months total. Like, yeah. and yeah. like they we do not know the long term on any of this stuff either. Nope. Like they're talking about some of like, like lo- some potential lung damage. Um, like just like lots of it's yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's you know, there's cases where people get it, it goes away, and then it comes back. That's a resurgence. They don't understand the prevalence of that. There's like, like I have uh, I have a friend who got COVID. Both her and her partner got COVID. They were down and out, came back, recovered. They were all good. One of them got a resurgence and is back down and out the other one's perfectly fine like there's no jesus understood rhyme or reason to it was it the man who was still down and out uh two women oh two okay oh yeah. uh, eric being hetero <laughs> that's all right we're all learning we're all learning man fucking bullshit eric's eric. old Yep. Eric is canceled. Well, uh, it's been fun. Next week on uh, Chris and the Shadowman. <laughs> it's like it's like Eric, Eric Leon might as well have been talking about doctors. And you would have been like, what did he do? <laughs> what, did the doc- what did he say? What's your doctor? What did he say? Well, you said partner, so it must be a male lawyer, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <coughs> it's funny. Um, even me saying petite, how many petite males? My brain was like, is that like because I I that's a I love that word petite, and I wasn't trying to clown. I was just like, you know, that's the way that I would describe a lot of dude like petite, just yeah, tiny. I used to wish I was petite, and then I realized that was well, never gonna happen. I'm just thick. No. number one search term on you look ridiculous. <sighs> Even when I got down to I got down to 180 in college. Um, I just was like eating quote unquote clean and exercising and uh I still wasn't petite. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, I got real small right after college. Cause I, I think I still had like all of the muscle I built up, but just stopped eating like an asshole. And yeah. you also had that metabolism too. Yeah. My metabolism, my metabolism was high. Like I was running every day. Um, I got like, I got real, I got real small. I was like under 200. And, oh, and it was like, I was like, I mean, I was like one, like 95, for, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but also for the first time since I was 11, like, yeah. I've, <laughs> like I've been, this, I've been the same height, my like, like whole, I've been the same height since I was like 12. So, oh shit. Okay. Um, and so it was just, but then like, even then I was super skinny and it was like, yeah, this is too skinny. Like, this is not my frame at all. Like, yeah. you could tell by just like my, you, I could see my ribs a little bit. Like, not yeah. like oh, wow. malnourished see them, but you know how, you know, there's only so far you can take them down. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, I took care of that. <laughs> <laughs> I made a goal. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I think I did it. Yeah, there's a bunch of pictures of uh, like old headshots of mine that are oh, we've seen them circulating seen them. Uh, around the Facebooks. Oh, I'm gonna put that shit on Instagram later. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, just, yeah, you got LinkedIn like, fix. When I came out of college, I was like <laughs> 175. When I went into college, I was like the same height and like 135. Like I was, whoa, I was a rail. Whoa, I was like a little. I don't think I was ever 135. You just skipped over that, just like yeah, over one summer between like third and fourth grade, he was just like wow. Because I went from like between my sophomore year and my senior year, I went from being kind of like. A little bit short and chunky to just like staying the same weight and getting to my current height to six one and uh yeah and then during college eating all that carl's jr like two three times Yo. a day <laughs> <laughs> your carl's juniors oh man i can't believe i they should have like done a commercial about me shit i Some mean kind you of saw where that ended up for other people Joe. i need to chill out no, that's true. That's true. Plus, nothing Yo, at Carl Jr. is this, only 400 calories. No. <laughs> <laughs> a, a small French fry <laughs> yeah. is possibly 400 calories. I just realized this bend inter- internet is a little fucked up. No? I had okay. therapy today, and I ended up having to make a phone call because it just kept messing up. So. And you just realized why that? I, so you realized well, earlier, you didn't just it, realize. Yeah, it seems it's... it was slowing down. I just realized it again because you guys keep freezing, and I'm like, oh, that's right. Have I cut out? No, you're there. No, you're chilling. Oh. Got that yeah, glow on you. Yeah, you got that yeah, good upload. Like Ben's son. Mm-hmm. Ben's son. You're in at least 480. At least four. Well, no, maybe like three, 320 i. <laughs> Is that his resolution? Yeah, that's his resolution. <laughs> like, I don't get that joke, but I don't care for it. 160. Oh, man. This week has been... Uh, I don't know if everyone forgot about like 
Black Lives Matter and police stuff, but like I haven't heard anything this week. Like nobody's been trying to have any conversations with me. They're still protesting. Yeah, I mean they were they started declaring riots because that's what uh uh Governor Brown signed a th- signed a whatever declaration, I don't know. Right. Uh basically saying that they can't use tear gas unless in the case of a riot. So where before they would say that it's un- an unlawful assembly or whatever, just arbitrarily uh, now they're just calling it a riot so they can keep doing the same shit. So that's fun. Oh. Um, cause today, uh, the homie, uh, Hardesty had an open letter basically being like, I mean, this isn't what she said, but she was basically like, this is bullshit. We see your bullshit do better. Uh, we'll see. Hmm. Something tells me they don't really take her mm. as seriously as they should, since they no. don't seem to be taking anyone seriously. No. And since uh, old Tear Gas Ted ain't doing shit either. So. <laughs> tear Gas Teddy. Tear Gas Teddy. Mm. Wow. Fucking Ted Wheeler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that motherfucker, man. So you gonna vote for him in the runoff? <laughs> Shit. Might have to do a write-in. There's a push for a write-in. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't know if it's Teresa or Teresa. Rayford, uh, yeah. Rayford. Yep. There's a big push for for a write-in. I is there. I mean, not that you two are the ones to know, but I'm just going to verbalize a question because this is audio. Uh, is there a history anywhere of a place that has had a significant enough write-in to kind of upend the established candidates? Mm. In a place that isn't like 300 people, you know? I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. That town in Northern Google. Exposure. That's a Did y'all used to watch know. Northern Exposure? Not really. Yeah, okay. I think I've seen a couple of them, but I think it was a little, a little early for me. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh well. Um, this is a Northern Strom Exposure Thurman. Strom uh, Thurman won with a sixty-three percent of the vote. Becoming the first person ever elected to the Senate as a write-in candidate. Oh, what? So, yep. Strom was Thurman. That? that was nineteen forty-eight. That was on November second, nineteen fifty-four. Yeah, that's some fifties bullshit. And then uh, in two thousand and ten, uh, Don Shooter won the Arizona State Senate <laughs> primary. Uh, as a write-in, and then he went on to win the general election. Hmm. I would like to see those ads because you know he had some crazy ads with oh, that last name. Don Shooter. Aim for Shooter. <laughs> as a crazy. politician, you've always got to hit your target. <laughs> I've got Shooter. spending in my crosshairs. <laughs> That's it. 
That's that's all the commercials. Uh-oh. Is that a cow? Did someone hear a cow? Or is that Chris's stomach? Uh oh, he's frozen. Yeah. The bubble guts. What? <laughs> you guys just you guys just came back in. You were frozen for that whole time, and then it just said the bubble guts. What are you talking about? <laughs> Did someone fart? Uh, you know, you'll have to listen to the episode to find out, Chris. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah you know what's funny that little that little snippet y'all posted and put on um instagram or whatever that's the first i've ever heard and you guys are just i wasn't even it y'all were just talking shit about me you guys are like <laughs> fuck chris i was like what is this i was like this is okay that is what clip is that? I don't remember that clip. One of you posted on Instagram. I was hanging out, social distancing, with a friend, and she was like, "You have a podcast?" I was like, "Yeah." I showed her the name, and she like pulled it up on Instagram. In the clip, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's Leo. That's Eric." And then I realized that I hadn't popped in yet, and you all were just like talking mad shit. I was like, "That's the clip they put on Instagram." <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you should show up. You should show up or listen to the episode. Eric. What'd I do? I mean, I said I got here before you today. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's because he's on that bend time. Mm-hmm. Everything's a little earlier over the Cascades. I am tired, man. That drive. That's a three-hour drive, man. Mm. Aren't you at the age where you Must like driving? Or you just like I've to, always liked driving. Just like to go for a cruise? I've always liked driving. I drove all the way around Ireland. And Europeans think stuff is so far away. It's hilarious. I'm just like, it's just two hours away. Let's go do well, it. Yeah, but that's like, in most of Europe, a three-hour drive, you're going from one country to another. Yeah. Not to generalize all of Europe, but that's the proximity of things over there. We've got a lot of land. Have either of you done a cross-country drive or like road trip? Uh, in the U.S.? Yeah, in the U.S. Uh, the most I did is uh, me and my buddy Jared drove from uh, Minneapolis to Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Um, and kind of did like Chicago or, or Madison, Chicago. Uh, what's uh, South Bend? Is that where Indiana, uh, where Notre Dame is? Notre Dame is. We, yep. I mean, we passed Indiana. through it. Whatever. Um, went to uh, Cedar Point in Ohio. Um, Cedar Point, Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah. That's what's up. That place is so bomb. Uh, went to Cedar Hershey. Uh, what's that? Oh, you just say Cedar Point. Is Cedar Point? You just said Cedar Point. Is Hirsch is a uh, Cedar Point better than uh, the fairground at Hershey? There's a fairground, or not Hershey? fairground, but like a what do you call it? amusement park in Hershey, Pennsylvania? I mean, we were we went on like the ride inside that had a bunch of cows 
singing about milk and oh. like chocolate, yeah. but otherwise I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, I thought there was a uh, amusement park in Hershey, Pennsylvania. My next door neighbors used to always go up to Hershey. That sounds terrible. Are you talking about? Is this from D.C. or from Florida? It would go from Florida. From, yeah, that sounds terrible. From the tippity tip of Florida. Yikes. Hershey's chocolate is whack. Hershey's chocolate <laughs> It's good. It's like the worst. No, man. This is. I'm talking to someone who clearly doesn't know their chocolate game. If you think Hershey's chocolate is pretty good. Well, that's the thing. Is like you're compare. Like it's kind of like Reese's peanut butter. Reese's peanut butter, the stuff that's inside a peanut butter cup, is not oh, thank you. in the it's same perfect. category as a as like peanut butter. Like it's its own weird man-made creation. Just like Hershey chocolate isn't like a milk isn't like a nice dark chocolate. It's like I can separate the two. I'm just chocolate talking Cadbury. Cadbury in England is so good. The chocolate in Europe is just better. Now you just sound just like a, so you sound like a white kid in college. Oh my god! Like, oh, no, I the don't. Pasta I'm in saying. Italy is so much better than the pasta here. <laughs> Me and my family went to Nice and we had real baguettes. Yeah, whatever. Your I just English heard you tell that joke because you froze. I didn't freeze. I've been coming in crystal clear Ooh, with my Xfinity Xfi Wi-Fi. Oh, Xfinity Xfi Wi-Fi. Uh, I will not give them any credit. Fuck Xfinity. Um, yeah, I've I don't know how European chocolate is compared. You gotta to have chocolate. some, then you'll. But the same but thing you have I would have say it in about Europe. The... No, you can just order some. But like the chicken in Costa Rica was the best chicken I've ever had. It's so much better than the chicken here. You know what I mean? Now, how much of, of how that they do? Deal... How much of that do you think is actually just the fact that you were on vacation, you were living that pura vida, None. you didn't have any None. other like zero? I think this it, was I a straight had... up organic chicken. No, no, no. This was a straight up real chicken. This chicken was wearing this a This is a fedora. real chicken. <laughs> Had a little scarf <laughs> the around spices, its neck. The spices was they smoking used a were, cigar. were... Actually, I take that back. It's the second best chicken I ever had. The best chicken I've ever had was in San Francisco from Limon. And that shit is bomb. It's Peruvian. Oh, mm. my God. Mm. Oh, my God. Chris, Eric, and Leon, a.k.a. Broke Gravy, are three storytellers slash artists slash comedians. Well, they've got thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Chris has left the conversation. Took a long breath, looked at his computer, and then disappeared. That was so funny. I wish people could see that. Um, well, I am recording this, so... Oh yeah, I, know. I could always play it back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh, look who's back. Uh, so that's why Chris is the way he is. Anyways, Chris is back, everybody. Yep. Uh, that twenty seconds you weren't talking shit. You don't know how quickly we talk shit about you. <laughs> Uh, if it cuts out know. again, I'll try from my phone. 
That's going to be a treat. No worries. Uh, it hasn't been bad on our end. I think it's just cutting out on your end. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad on my end. You might want to turn off like the video coming in. That might help you out. Oh, you think so? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh... Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back... Ten minutes ago, when you were saying bubble guts, did you hear what sounded like a fart? Because <laughs> that was a fart. That was my dog. My dog farted. Is that what you said when you said bubble guts? My... <laughs> oh, shit. You could hear that? This microphone picked up my dog's fart. That's Ted wow. Samson G-Track, baby. <laughs> Why <laughs> ten minutes ago when you said uh, bubble guts, did you hear a fart? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened, Chris. Welcome back to the conversation. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I needed that. Oh goodness. Um yeah. Yeah, Chris. What are you doing when you're there in Bend? Just maxing, relaxing? Uh, going on bike rides, walking in this dog park that's by a river. Like the river that walking. goes through the town? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, going to get some tacos later. Ooh. Some delicious tacos. Um, Better than Portland tacos? Best tacos you've I had in your so. life? Portland tacos? No, I'm asking if the Ben tacos are the best tacos you've had in your life. No, no. The best tacos I've ever had. Huh, that's a great question. Hmm. It was a cool summer day in Chichen Itza. Really good food always stands out to me, right? Like, yeah. Well, I've heard your squid, your uh, your fried calamari story. What's that oh, about? I love fried calamari. Best fried calamari I ever had was in Ashland, Oregon. What? I thought it was in Italy. That's no longer. Oh, I thought you meant here in the U.S. That was in Ashland, Oregon. Though. Giardino's was the name of the restaurant. It's no longer open. It was so good. Full whole squids, whole tiny squids. Oh. Oh, I mean, octopus. You were eating baby squids? Wow. Wow, Chris. I mean, Chris. when you say it like that, it sounds bad. But, but with the, no, I don't, I mean, but that, I'm just trying to get a gauge of what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. It was so just good. full size, like eight foot squid. <laughs> How many <laughs> comes in order? Two. I better get three orders. Yeah, the fried calamari in Italy was, well, Italy just, the food in Italy, amazing. Except the best Indian food I ever had was in Ireland. You know, that doesn't surprise me. I, mean, I had um, makes sense. I had dope Chinese food in Ireland. And uh, it was crazy because like they were speaking with a... It was like they had their... English was their second language. Uh-huh. But it was like a mix of a... Like their Chinese, whether it's Mandarin or Cantonese, I don't know, accent and Irish. 
And for my young brain, it just like threw me for a loop that it wouldn't sound like what it sounds like in America. To <laughs> and then when I got over that part, uh, halfway through the meal, I realized that they had played the same Kenny G song <laughs> on repeat the entire time we were there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And then it continued to what play on repeat. Is it? is it the like classic Kenny G song? The like endless love or whatever? I will look up some Kenny G songs. Da, 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 da. He's the clarinet dude, right? Saxophone. It's an alto Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I mean that's Literally the only Kenny G song I know. Man. Wow. Well, I got a question here from a, from a listener. Oh. From a Doc Potato. Uh, Doc Potato asks, is there a particular moment you've had on stage, whether class, rehearsal, or performance, that made some kind that you made some kind of mistake that you still think about or learned a really big lesson from <laughs> you ever fucked up on stage and learned something from it um that's a good question i think the thing that stands out for me <clears throat> is, uh, man, I don't know if I can pinpoint it, but I feel like um, I feel like be- oh, Chris is back on the phone in silence. You can't hear me? We can hear you now, yeah. Yeah, we got you. Did you hear the question? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it was a specific time or just a general thing for me, but uh, there just came a point where I, th- I think I realized that the, I just kind of was always playing a very high status uh characters that are all they were all very even when i was playing females they were very just just too aggressive probably too a little too much i think in like a class i got a note on it uh and then i got another note uh just i mean it might have been something as simple as just like mixing it up but at that point in this i mean this would have been seven or eight years ago now uh i just made a decision to work on playing low status characters uh and to really just push being able to play characters that weren't specifically my voice yeah um which you know i think is driven me to play better um well not that uh not that women care not female cares are, are necessarily low status but they often might be a little softer or mm-hmm. not as, you know, so I think it's just rounded out a, a lot of the stuff I've been able to play. Nice. Um, that comes to mind as a kind of a, I don't know if it's necessarily a mistake, but just playing and learning. From. Learning, learning. 
Um, um, I don't know. I, the thing that stands out to me isn't necessarily uh, in an improv. I guess it's improv. Um, I was doing uh, Speechless, which is a <laughs> uh, improvised PowerPoint where you don't know what the slides are that are going to be, and you have to just kind of go with it. Was this and... the one I was... <laughs> and I was confident going in. I was like, oh, I know. I'm good. I know what I'm going to do. Whatever I decide to start talking about, just stick to your guns. Keep on going. And out of my mouth um, basically came that I was like... That something on the slide reminded me of aborting fetuses. And it was a bold choice. And I could instantly sense the audience was like, ooh, don't know if we're going this, going along for this ride. Uh, But I stuck to my guns. And I got more and more graphic and more and more detailed about it as it went along. (laughs) I think it's only like five slides long. But at the end, well, just the first slide. Yeah, yeah, I went in. Whoa. I went in strong. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if I learned a lesson. Doesn't sound from it, like it. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely something where I made a mistake on stage, and I think about that to this day. Yeah. That was probably my worst moment on stage. <laughs> because the rest I can chalk it up to like inexperience and growing that was just mm. I'm glad I wasn't in that audience I'll tell you that I think um, when I was first starting out with improv uh, before I was even in Portland young 20s I uh I not only did I plan things in my head before time, which I don't do at all anymore, and it's so freeing, um, but I attempted, I I attempted to be funny, if that makes sense, and I did that shit for like maybe three months before I realized that like it's kind of embarrassing to actually think about that now but um the whole planning i just i was trying to be clever i was trying to like get ahead of it somehow but pretend like i wasn't planning if that makes sense (laughs) and i can really spot people who are planning shit did someone call you out on it or did you realize you were doing it nope i i was totally 100 percent called out on it um by my teacher uh donovan scott and he was right to do so. He, he did it in a great way. It wasn't like he was mean about it, but um, and that just came from a place of fear. Yeah. And then the the whole funny thing, he he said what I still say to people is he's just like, don't stop worrying about being funny, in improv and just like play to the scene, do the best you can do. It's crazy how funny you we can all be just naturally without trying when it comes to this art form you know what i mean and some of the funniest things are people who don't even realize what they just said or what they just did was hilarious you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and storytelling has really really helped me um 
stay true to the not getting ahead of myself and not planning. Um, the Russian roulette I do with Backfence PDX because you can't. You just you spin a wheel, you get a theme, and you have five minutes to think of a story. You know what I mean? And a lot of people like to like come in with stories and try to you know fit those to themes. But I actually, for me, for me, for me, it works to not do that. It works just to, because your stories are stories. You don't really, I mean, you just have a story. And your theme will light something up, and then you have five minutes to think about it and get up on stage and talk to the audience. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's embarrassing. But I think everyone has to start somewhere. And, it, you know, like I said, it came from a place of fear, but. We've all you can tell you can tell when someone is ahead of it all and not in the moment and planning. You can it doesn't quite vibe in improv. You know what I mean? You're just like, wait, where? What are you? What did you just say? Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Oh, that came from before we even introduced the the format or anything. You know what I mean? And when you're on the stage with that person mm-hmm. and they like let's say they bring up something that you were talking about in the green room. It, oh, it just oh, oh. feels so weird. Cause like, you, like I'm in this new moment that we've created and now you're bringing up this old thing. It's almost like when you're hanging out with people who like, they know each other from high school yeah. or from my like, middle school or whatever. And then all of a sudden they'll just like turn the conversation to talking about this yep. specific thing from high school. And it's like, yeah, cool. Why am I here again? Um, that's what it feels like on stage. Yeah. I think the yeah. only thing that I dislike more than what you just kind of described, Leon, is when there's like a like a show like with like three or four acts and someone does a callback to someone else's set. <laughs> You've like, never seen that work? I'm not saying I haven't seen it kind of work, uh-huh. but it it always just feels cheap. I get it. I get it. It doesn't really feel earned. It yeah. feels it feels hammy. Like I've seen it where something you can tell it's kind of a coincidence or just kind of that improv magic where yeah, mm-hmm. there's like a theme in the room, and they kind of snag it out of the air at the same like. Yeah, seconds before you do in the audience, but there's times where it's just kind of like, and it's it's you know it's kind of like when you're watching. This is usually more short formy, but sometimes long form where there's a peg, and when someone really lays into what the suggestion was, and it's kind of like, and now we've said Abraham Lincoln, and it's just like okay, like yeah, you could have done it better than that or not used abraham lincoln just used it as a influence or whatever uh yeah i fucking can't (laughs) stand i can't stand uh callbacks to other people's work i don't like and eric and i have participated on team that would do this sometimes i struggle when you can't get away from something and Mm. every new scene it's still you're still talking about puppies Mm-hmm. And like I'm talking ten minutes into it, and you're just like, oh, can we like, you know, it's just yeah. like, how are we, how do we get out of this 
this nosedive of just puppy talk. <laughs> Every new scene that started, it's just like, and it, it's weird how it happens, right? It just gets in everyone's head. Don't talk about puppies. Don't talk about puppies. New initiation, puppies. Yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. question is, how do you, like, in that situation, since you've been on that team, how do you uh, break the cycle? Like, what kind of techniques do you use? I pout and I just leave the stage. <laughs> yeah, you I can go just... to the green room. No, 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 no. I think you got to come out. I think you, the improviser, got to come out with a strong initiation to, like, break the cycle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I've also seen that happen. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, someone just drags you right back in. Yep. And you can't get into an argument. Here's the thing that people don't you can't get into an argument on stage you can't start fighting about if let me speak for myself i'm not gonna fight someone on stage to to do my thing my initiation because it just i don't think that's good improv you know what i mean ah it 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 sucks it sucks it sucks when that happens i'm all about taking what people give you and doing something with it. But man, you try to cast a wide net and someone's like, nope, we're staying with the puppies. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, shit. Okay. I, uh, kind of along that line. Uh, you know, I love space work and object work. Like, I think that it's it can make a scene, it can break a scene. Um, but like when like a table is set up on the stage... And then oh. somebody else comes out and they walk through the table. In my mind, you just keep going. Like, you let it happen. The audience already saw that it happened. Cool. It's broken the reality. It's fine. We can pick up from this. But when another improviser is like, you just walked through a table, George. It's like, really? I Did think there's a lot. Anything for the scene? Yeah. It's tough. I, I could make arguments both ways. I think there's some individuals and maybe some teams that can kind of get away with it for a number of reasons, whether it's... That you um, break. Sunday service could get away with it uh, because uh, they yeah. will break and they will, like... They will get It'll turn into with it. 20 minutes of, like, brilliant comedy somehow. And right. it's like, yeah. uh, they can do that. They've been doing this together forever. And yeah. in multiple languages, and it's like okay, that, oh, the, God, that's yeah. that's them. All right, uh, Sunday service, Sunday nights. You should watch them on YouTube. Uh, they're amazing. Um, the, there's some groups that just have a certain charisma, which is not something you can teach. Um, and then there's just others that you feel are doing it in their head. It's almost like in their head, they're they're. Mm-hmm being observant, but it ends up just kind of being just kind of torpedoing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also it kind of depends on the kind of relationship you have with each other and the patience that you can have. Cause I, I feel like I've probably called one of you out on something like that. But, but you I've... would have said, cause you have said this, you would be like, you would either yell, watch the fucking table, or you'd be like, you just knocked everything off the fucking yeah, table. And right. And it's a quick, like, Jesus Christ, and so yeah. whatever it is. And then we're yep. picking stuff off the floor, setting the table back up. 
Exactly. Right? As opposed and to like, look at what you also. did. Right. Yeah, As opposed to just offering a neg and then yes. not adding anything to the scene. Yeah. 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 But I, I you remember that comes from being nervous. I think that comes. I think. I think the neg comes from being nervous and unsure of what you're going to do next. Mm. So that, like, uh, a mistake, quote unquote, a mistake. Oh, there was a mistake. It's clear. I know that I can at least talk about this. It's an easy out. Yeah. It's just being nervous. It's just. The man, I. The sooner when I when I'm teaching, the sooner I can get into people's head that. Uh, that there's no such thing as a mistake, the better, because it's some of the best stuff I've seen comes from like a just like a a stupid thing that you said when you meant to say something else, mm-hmm. and it's like just just stay in it, just yes and, just have fun. Do you like? I still well, I still think about the show we did in Seattle, um, at the. Seattle Festival of Improv of wait Seattle Seattle uh, Improv Fest S Fit Seattle, Seattle Festival of Improv Theater. There it is. I knew there was another letter. Um, was I there? We were you there? Yeah. We did. Yeah, we uh, we rocked it. We did a set. You you were there, and then you drove back at like oh okay, <laughs> like okay. eleven p.m. Yeah, but yeah, was... uh, I think. You two were doing kind of a manic scene as a couple of brothers, and I was like playing your mother. And I think Leon accidentally said "chubbered" instead of "cupboard." <laughs> I still honestly, yes. I, I it makes me laugh all the time. And it was just like instead of just like being like, "You idiot, did you say chubbered?" Which I've seen. Uh, you know, at least a kind of similar thing. I like waited and then came out and said to stay out of the chubbard. Yep. Before dinner. And, <laughs> and it just was like, and I remember someone in the audience, literally there's like this small silence that someone said, did he say chubbard? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, you know, those things are there just like have fun with them. You're building a world. Right. Like, this world doesn't exist, and it won't exist again. Just, like, play in that one. Uh, fucking Shubbard. That was a good show. It's also awkward when you just... When uh, someone just ignores something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, someone says something, and it's clearly... It was clear. It's out there. And, like, it's just ignored. Yeah. And it just hangs there for a while. Cause maybe because people don't know what to do with it. I don't know, but it is like you got to do something with it. Everybody's just heard it. You know what I mean? So what are we going to do? It's like when your yeah. dog farts on a podcast. <laughs> Can't just ignore it. You make up a whole thing about how the internet's rough where you are. <laughs> you wait a little bit. I mean, and then you I bring mean, up, wait a second. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect scene. Because she was behind me and she, yeah. Let's say what's happening. Okay. Convenient that she was behind you. I don't know why my phone works so much better than my computer. That's weird. Is your phone on the Wi Fi or is it on the uh, just regular data? Oh, shit. It's on regular data. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 
It's sense. an expensive podcast. You on that Roman? <laughs> <laughs> on that Edge Network. People send me messages talking about these podcasts, and I, and it takes me forever. Like they'll just send a message of a quote of someone, something someone said, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "Your podcast," and I'm like, "Oh, did I say that? Did Leon say that, or did Eric say that?" <laughs> what would it take to get you to actually listen to an episode? A whole episode. <laughs> Denzel Washington. All right. I don't Denzel, even know what that means. Like, what is Denzel doing? Is he here? Is he is he watching oh, with? Is he listening with you? He's here. He's a guest at I, some I moment in the it. show. Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should watch. Have you seen his? Um, he got some award. I don't know what it was, but like everyone was there. Jamie Foxx was there talking about him, and Spike Lee and Julia Roberts. It's really good. Yeah, really a uh, past episode you mentioned listen, watching it on YouTube. I thought I mentioned watching Dave Chappelle. Oh, you mentioned that as well, but that was on Netflix. Oh, okay, well. No, 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 the Dave Chappelle, um, Albert Einstein or whatever. <laughs> Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Clemens. <laughs> Mark Twain. Mark Twain. I called him Samuel Clemens. Yeah, that's because you know him. You're buddies with him. (laughs) Old Sammy Clems. Old racist Sam. (laughs) He's a man of his time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he is. Uh, He is. He's a racist. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how. And the thing is, I don't think that he would deny it. Like, if he was still around... And you were like, Mr. Twain, you are a racist. He'd be like, yes. Yes, I am. He'd be like, don't talk to me like that, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to write a story about you now. They got Negroes on the radio now? (laughs) Oh, shit, man. Oh, what show was I watching where they said Negroes? Negras or Negros? Negras. Negras? Negras. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. I think it was one of the uh, movies that y'all recommended. Oh, it's um, She Hate Me. Uh, you watched She Hate Me? I don't think we recommended it, to be clear. <laughs> I said I've seen it. I said it's wild, and I can't imagine that you, you watched She Hate Me, huh? I did. I did. I love uh, crazy shit too, man. Shout out to Isaiah Whitlock Jr. and his cross medium catchphrase. She. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Does it in everything he's in. Oh, Chris is frozen. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Uh, some one of my storytellers was calling me. Oh, so you are. Oh, you have other things to do. No, I oh, guess my yeah. phone freezes when someone calls me. Hmm. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, um, you get a pass. I watched recently. I watched. Um, there's a new game show. Oh, floor is lava. Floor is lava for mm-hmm. sure. I, I watched that, but uh, first of all, okay, let's talk about floor is lava. <laughs> floor is lava for a bit. I've heard that the water is actually 
it's not it's like warmed up water <laughs> like it's like it's like the it's water like hot itself is kind of hot which is interesting to me but also like um it doesn't look that hard to me i'm gonna keep it real it doesn't really look that hard to me and i'm with it, and i have a bad knee and i still feel like minus the slipping part like there right. is i didn't realize it was gooey it's not just water it was like a little slime in there but it doesn't i think that's that the hard. thing is like when they jump onto like a dresser and yeah. it's covered in the goo and my thought is like yo why isn't anybody wearing any shoes with traction like well, they all nikes. have like some shitty nikes not that all nikes I, are shitty most nikes are shitty I just think I think you gotta go through it fast. Yeah. I think they're taking way too long and then everything's just getting wetter. So like clearly bro gravy should apply to be on this show. And when I then fall right away and embarrass myself <laughs> and sink in the water, <laughs> you two just gotta win us ten thousand dollars. I just love the like the stupid ideas that people have on there. Like there was one episode where a dude took a painting that was like on a dresser and he like threw the painting onto the lava for a bridge. For a bridge. Oh. <laughs> on the lava? Not yeah. Like between Not like between two surfaces. <laughs> Just like through it. <laughs> I'm like, really? How many have you finished the floor's lava, Leon? I have not. Uh Bennett and I I've watched, watched like I've watched probably four episodes. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. that's good we, for kids. I can see kids loving. Oh, he loves it. Kind of mean though, is that right? But in the episode way. I watched, they were like kind of dickish. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they found some of the douchiest people I've ever met to be contestants on that first episode. But I don't know. I feel like the announcer is kind of a dick, and it's oh, like but... I'm fine with that. But I don't know. Yeah, that's just a thought I had. I was too sober to like watch they, it again. When they slip and fall, they hit. Ooh, oh hit yeah, they do. Hard. So there's cool. someone who I'd like have to wear my knee brace. I'm like, so, give these people some knee pads. What are they doing? Yeah. There's but like also they like first. slip off the edge. Like, have you ever been yeah. doing a box jump at the gym? I don't know with your knee if you do box jumps. You used to fly at work. Like. <laughs> But if you don't land it and you like catch your foot on the edge, oh yeah, and then you just like mm-hmm. scrape down your shin. Oh. So, anyways, the show that I was going to talk about, <laughs> Adam Scott is the host. It's called uh, I Never or something like that. Oh never, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I Never, and you called? basically have to not or have to do the thing that you are saying that you've okay, never have you done seen it? i've seen the preview so watch an episode because i feel like it's a pretend game show i feel like the way adam scott does it the way they do their little cut twos i feel like it's just a show and they're tricking us into believing it's a game show I don't know what. What about watch it? The first episode. Just watch okay. the first episode. Th- those those contestants are just they're too much. They were too much, and Adam Scott was he was like playing a I don't know. He's playing a character. It's called it's Don't. Don't. Yeah, it's called Don't. Just Don't. Check it out. It's 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 weird. 
it's weird. Yeah, I don't know if I have enough time, free time to give that some of it right now. Yeah, that might be a late night. You can't sleep, maybe. Yeah. I've been... So, like, we're... Mila's sleep... Well, Mila started roll. I don't know if I said this last week or not. She started rolling onto her side in her sleep. Mm. Every, every, uh, she hasn't done it since the, the one night, but now we're paranoid, so we've been basically staying up on shifts. Gotta get that sleep sack. But if uh, she's not you know, through with her uh, twitching, then she won't sleep at all. A sleep sack. A sleep it's, sack is like a, it's a combination of overalls yeah. and a sleeping bag. So you like basically zip. <laughs> what? It's like a sleeping bag with through, armholes. Yeah, you put the arms through the holes and then you zip it closed, and it's like it's so that their feet don't kick all about. And they have a blanket, and they don't turn over. And we oh, have one, but she still has her moral flexes, so reflexes. Um, so she, uh, you know, just she just involuntarily will twitch and wake herself up. So we're not mm-hmm. there yet. Okay. Uh, and she's been chill the last week, but we still just are like kind of trading off sleeping and staying up. So, but the thing is, it gets like Kelsey needs more sleep than I do, so. We kind of have the the day scheduled, uh, where like <laughs> she's I, like, what? I kind of want to know the science behind Kelsey needs more sleep than you do. I don't know science. if there's science behind it. It's just like <laughs> she likes. Have you sleep met anymore. her? She likes sleep. She oh, needs she, sleep. She'd be napping, and she is barely getting it right now. So, oh. uh, yeah, it's, it's and I can get by longer but i definitely will be up for like like damn near 20 hours straight uh so like i i've been playing video games a lot lately which i don't oh i go through video games i go through phases where i play but also like i haven't played until the last week i hadn't played in months because i have a kid now it's like I'm, i'm not gonna do this for like a while and somehow I've been like playing a game. Arcade games or like Avatar type shit where you're just going through worlds. Uh, right now I'm playing Last of Us Two, which is a zombie game, Chris. Oh shit! Yeah, you might actually enjoy it if you played video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's like it's almost like half movie, half game. Like mm. they kind of weave the the kind of cine cinematic elements with the game pretty well okay. uh, but I just need something that I need to do something or I just will pass out that's kind of what's been happening so I've been playing this game a bunch uh, and it is is a kind of a mess it's a very it's a very messed up game uh, but I don't know like I don't it sounds like I think you and me are on the same page Chris that like with horror and stuff like that, I enjoy it. It kind of is a stress release. Yeah. Whereas for other people, it's just a stressor. But yeah. during when I'm playing it, I'm, I'm definitely kind of like, why am I playing this? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is so upsetting. Uh, I don't know where that conversation started, but that's what I've been doing lately. Kelsey needs more <laughs> sleep than I do. Can't use How a sleep, sleep sack. Is she getting? I mean, so we're both. 
basically trying to make sure that we get at least four hours at night. Oh, and then Kels. So, all right. So, I will stay up until two thirty. Then Kelsey takes Mila from two thirty till six thirty-seven. Then I get up, take her on a walk, and Kelsey sleeps for like another hour or so. Jesus. And then. In the afternoon, I'll take Mila for like an hour, and Kelsey will take a nap. Ooh. Damn. Yeah. Like it gets better. I I know it will, but right now it's it's something. It's not it's not always bad because it's like, well, I'm just gonna do this thing. Like, like I said, I've been playing a lot of video games, which is not something I thought I'd be doing right now. So I don't hate it, but also. You know, seven o'clock comes around and it's a little rough. Man, it's a little, uh, little crusty. How's your mood and Kelsey's mood though? Is it our mood? Uh, yeah, like how's pretty good. I'm sure we've both had little moments of being a little snippy or a little. But like, whatever. if she saw my face, would she be even more angry these days just by seeing my face, or would it still be <laughs> regular? Uh, for those listening at home, Kelsey. Uh, loves to as much as me and Leon make fun of Chris. Kelsey will, will go like two months without seeing Chris and then just put a shank in his ribs. <laughs> it is so messed it. up. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> you didn't do anything. So you didn't do anything. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Uh, it's so funny. It's like just you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, she's, we're good. Uh, you know, there's a couple of times where sleep has really been rough and it's just kind of, uh, we just kind of got to get it back under control, but, uh, we're pretty good. And I mean, the matter of the fact is I don't, it's rare that we like go to get Mila and she's not sleeping and she's like in a shitty mood. She's always just got this mm-hmm. big ass smile on her face. Oh, nice. And so it's just kind of like, all right, well, all right. <laughs> all right I'll, I'll rock you for an hour or i'll give up and we'll just go play and pretend like it's the middle of the day whatever yeah yeah what's that was that head shaking for leon oh i'm just uh happy that i'm not dealing with that anymore <laughs> like you know lennox will wake like have a dream or something and wake up in the middle of the night but we just Either we can just, like, get him, put a pacifier in his mouth, rock him for, like, 30 seconds, and then put him back Mm -hmm. to sleep. Or we just bring him and put him in our bed, and then he'll fall asleep. So, but I, there was, you know, even though I went through it with Bennett, and now going through it again with Lennox, there were times in that, like, on and off shifts when you're sleeping four hours each if you're lucky because when the other person wakes up you you're probably going to wake up as well um that was just like oh this is never gonna end this is just my life now (laughs) and then you're going into the office and people are just like all chipper and happy and you're like fuck you i've been awake since 2 a.m 
Mm. You know, that's something that kind of helps about right now is that I can just kind of log in and do my stuff. Or, like, even today, I kind of was just, like, I just wasn't focused. So it was, like, uh, but I also knew that it's the day before, like, we uh, we have work off tomorrow. It's the 2nd of July. Happy 2nd, y'all. So basically people are just, like, not even working. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to take my time this morning and make some breakfast and then get to stuff. And so I was like, all right, I have enough flexibility and I don't have to see people. Like, even when we have meetings, you just kind of, you don't have that camera on. You don't Mm -hmm. have that, you have that mute on. It's like, yeah, they don't know it. They even know I'm here. Heck yeah. Chris shows up and he's like, all these motherfucking kids. Swear to God. Oh, well, Chris is Chris is on vacation now. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Summer break. I won't be truly on vacation until the fourteenth. Like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> oh, right now I don't. Have Not right now. Day. Not. Yeah. But like. So I'm doing food boxes. My last day of food boxes is. Um, on the 14th, actually. That's okay. my last day, and that's my last day of work. Um, so will they so, not be providing, like, meal assistance during the summer or they anything? They are doing that through the summer. They are doing, doing it. That. Yeah. Cool. The meal assistance. I don't, I think the food boxes stop, um, soon-ish, in those yeah. two weeks or something. I okay. think. It's a great... I mean, if you can get there in time, because they cut the number of food boxes because restaurants are back up, and so the amount that was being donated is is less now. So it went from, like, 260 boxes to, like, 60 boxes. Don't worry. The restaurants will close again. Oh, yo. We're headed. (sighs) Yo. We're just dumb, man. We just, it's like, come on, just put a mask on. Just put a fucking mask on. But also, we just didn't need to open up again. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. Fair point. In the end, it'll cost us more. It's just like, I don't know. I wish, I wish there was somewhere else I could go. Can't go anywhere. You can go to Klamath Falls. What? Uh, I mean, I'm talking like country, man. Oh, no, you can't go any other country. Every country's like, nope, not letting Americans in. What was that accent? What country is that? Well, I was going to do like a Africa, <laughs> like a West it sounded, African. It sounded, okay. That's what like, I'm that's where I was started to go. And I was like, nah, this isn't going to come out. And so <laughs> I tried to shift back to my regular voice pretty quickly and so it just kind of came off speaking of accents <laughs> and performing um it's interesting like and we've all seen it like you know there were groups that used to do like white groups that used to do like japanese accents and whatever mm-hmm. you were just kind of like oh what's happening here but like when we've done like our Jamaican accents 
Well, I'm sorry. When you've done your Jamaican accent, and Eric and I have attempted to do our Jamaican accent, um, I felt like I've never felt weird about that. I've never felt weird about doing like um, Irish, right, or even South African for that matter. Um, but that's about that's about or French. You know what I mean? But yeah. there's just others where it's like I'm like no. No, I have no desire to do that. That feels like completely wrong and inappropriate. And that's that's a no. And I think people still need to get there and understand why. But then I feel like they look at us and they're like, but you're not Irish, you're not French, you're not Russian, and you're doing it. So why can't I, a white person, do like this? mandarin accent or you know what i mean it's just like i mean i my 23 and me says that i am part uh british isles so oh yeah i guess so does mine but yeah you know what i mean like um yeah no even it's the term doing it's like i lived in south korea for two and a half years and i'm like i'm a i'm a good mimic you know what I mean? And the longer I stayed there, I got the I got the tone, I got the beats. Guess what? I'm never gonna do that on stage. Right. I'm never gonna do that on stage. I've never been to France. But But you'll do a French accent. And like, but some people get really angry about that, and they're just like, "Well, I don't know." And I just like, "Are you? I mean, are you offended? Does it do something? Does me doing the French? Does it feel icky? Are you like, oh, this doesn't feel like no, no." I mean, like, if you so, I look at it as the way that most groups will do an uh, Asian accent or play an Asian character on stage is 100% who are not Asian. Asian. It's 100% caricature. Like it's, there's no depth to the character. There's nothing beyond, they might as well be putting their fingers on the side of their eyes and pulling them back. Like that's the equivalent of what they're doing on stage. It's Mm -hmm. like, um, you remember the show, all that on Nickelodeon? Yeah. I mean, that's probably me more than Chris, but yeah. (laughs) So I mean, Eric came so quick with that, yeah. Yeah, Keenan, no uh, Keenan Thompson used to do a French guy taking a bath, and it was <laughs> like at the time it was it was pretty funny, but I was also probably like twelve years old. Um, but like looking back on it, it's just pure caricature. There's no depth mm-hmm. to the character in any way. <laughs> He's just like being like, "Oh, French people are stinky." <laughs> 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 but I think that's what the difference is. It's like, and also there's the punching up aspect of it. It's like, you know, unfortunately, as a white person you currently exist in the world at the top of the like systematic hierarchy. So anytime you do an impression of someone else, you are punching down and just don't. 
And also, you're just taking the air out of the room. But these same people, I'm like, you would... I Have you ever seen a white group do, quote-unquote, do uh, their impression of, like, a black person? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And I'm, but I know it's had to have happened. It has had to have happened. I feel like I have seen it. Really? But I can't place it. But it has, yes, it has to. We are in the room, and that's why. Oh, we've yeah. Seen it. <laughs> especially like, especially you, because you're just like standing on the wings. You're like the whole show. You're like, I dare you to do a black voice. I dare you to uh, do a black voice. Your impression of like. I guess that's what it is, right? Like, your impression, I guess, of what you think. Oh, yeah, I just can't imagine. But you see men do, like, women in this stupid fucking way all the time. All the time. Still, right? Still. I'm just thinking what I would do if if I was on stage and some white dude came out and was like, Hey, what's going on, Jab Turkey? <laughs> would you laugh? hundred percent. That would break. <laughs> break. Like what is happening? <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, I don't know why Loveless just popped into my head doing that impression, but it made me laugh. That's why I laughed. It's like, but that's totally what it is, right? It's like that. Seen on airplane, you know, fucking Miss Beaver talking jive, and you're just like, what is happening? Yeah. Hey, Jack, slow it down. <laughs> it's just like, what are you? What are you doing? I can't imagine seeing that on stage and having to like play. I, I mean, what do you do? What would you do, Eric? What would you do seriously? Seriously. If a, a white dude's just like, hey, brother, what's that? Like, I'm just doing like this crazy, where you're just like, one, you're like, what TV shows and movies did you grow up watching that this is your, this is what you came up with? Yeah, I don't, and, but that's the thing is like, that's just like a terrible read because, like, I can tell you for a fact that. The cross section of TV shows that I have with Kara Moore is vast. Like yeah, I yeah, can yeah. make like we make like we talk to each, we just make rock references all the time. Like she she's seen like all the same shows, but she would never do something like that. You know, it's just like she could probably awareness. do it well. She probably actually could. Yeah, <laughs> she could come out with a with a fire Khadijah, and <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah, I have no idea. I I want to think that I would find a way to use it and make fun of the person, but I don't know if I would have the the capacity. Do you think the problem is the way that we kind of improvise, kind of phrase it? Like even us as we're talking about it, I'm I'm hearing myself, and it's like do like we're doing this do that right mm-hmm. like oh yeah i can do a frenchman i can do it's like huh maybe that's you the, should be the, the fr- you should be a person who is french or yes. you should be 
that kind of thing, as opposed to doing it and kind of emulating it. But then I would say the classic white male response, devil's advocate, is okay, then why can't I, why can't I be the black person? Why can't I be... That's the thing. But honestly, the, the like, answer isn't that he played, can't. Right, if he played like an honest-to-God, like, real black character that was going through struggles and ups and downs but still finding a way to like and it's come home and love and his has life. i always say has to, humanity yeah like mm-hmm. but but if they're just is playing, that what like, you're gonna do hey man i'm a gangbanger <laughs> come on son like <laughs> that was wild <laughs> if that's what they're bringing to the stage then no get the fuck out of here come on son <laughs> what? Come on, hey, hey. <laughs> what was that? Okay. Um yeah. You know what? I actually someone did something. I think it was Jess Lee. She was I think she was a black woman this entire scene and the audience didn't know it and I didn't know it until the last five seconds when the scene was that they had checked something like something she literally was like she literally said something like well as a black woman I just have an issue with that it wasn't just popped into my head it was so fucking funny because it was just like she was she was just being this person and in her brain she had decided oh I'm obviously a black woman you know what I mean but nobody no I'm telling you it was crazy it was crazy it was the last five seconds and it was just like boom and i was like what What? oh shit okay okay i don't know i so i have kind of seen it but that was just like i don't know and it wasn't uh, i don't know sometimes i i struggle because when you are like playing um like if you're playing that you're gay or homosexual right Mm -hmm. it's like are you, I think you have to be so, like, um, respectful and honest as you should. You know what I mean? Because I've also seen the stereotype, the character of that many, many times. And I feel like, I feel like that's just, has kind of been accepted with some people. That you're going to be like this, your impression of what that is. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I think we've all played lovers before same-sex lovers before that are just like at first and foremost human beings yeah with human emotions you know what i mean and it is not about i guess i, ah, I just have been thinking about i guess if it's like we're black when we do characters when we are characters we are ourselves and we are just playing to the the emotional whatever arc of whatever the character yeah. is whoever the character is and unless i say different i would ass- i would have everyone assume that i am a black person that's how i feel about it hmm. unless it's made different i am assuming i am assuming that people see me as a black character that's my assumption. That might not be how it is being perceived. If you know, does that make sense? What I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm assuming that people are seeing. Like, if I'm playing a farmer, 
I assume that people are seeing a black farmer, but I'm oh. not playing a black farmer. Uh-huh. I'm just playing a farmer. A farmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but I've yeah, had people very... like come up to me afterwards and say, like, oh my gosh, that black police officer that you play? I'm like, I <laughs> I am black and I was playing yeah, a police yeah, officer. Really like, police Leon, officer. you did so well on these black expense reports. <laughs> I just wanna give you a handshake until you're getting a black raise. Oh, I don't want a black raise. <laughs> this shit's weak as fuck. <laughs> a black raise. It's oh. a percentage of a percentage. Oh, it's still a percentage. Um. Anyways, I think these are like important like things to figure out, especially if you're going into not just improv, like acting all of it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that huge push now to have like these animation characters um you know not what is it like cleveland from family oh guy? cleveland show from family guy the, and the, oh, cleveland, the show. cleveland show the cleveland show i don't even know who was voicing him but apparently it was a white dude i guess oh but they're uh pushing to have i think black actors voice, voice yeah. black characters which is interesting yeah i mean sure I mean, There's, I definitely sure. Agree We're still getting killed out in the streets, but sure. <laughs> it's if that's something, the but it's end. also like it's not the root or the thing. No, no. Like I, I'm not gonna argue. I, I know you're not saying that, but it's just like I'm not gonna argue against that because, like, yeah, there's no reason that Kristen Bell is voicing a biracial character on a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's not. Let's you know. This is the easy sort of thing for a certain population of people to be like, well, they took down some of our monuments and you got your your voices on the cartoons now. So, like, what do you, <laughs> you know, plus Obama, like, what voices. do you want? Plus what do you Obama. want? I mean, what do you God, want? Man. Isn't it plus enough? Obama. enough? America is post-racial. Mm. Obama was president. Hmm. Well, food for thought. Can I get you something? Some more folk butter laying into the bone, jacking me up. Tight me. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, Stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. He said that he's in great pain and he wants to know if you can help him. All right, would you tell him to just relax and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine? Just hang loose, blood. She's gonna catch up on the rebound on the med side. What it is, big mama? My mama didn't raise no dummies. I duck a rap. Cut me some slack, Jack. It's a cutting thing. Chomp the one to help, chomp Don't get the help. Say can't hang, say seven up. Jive ass dude don't got no brains in it. All right, Jack, what's good? Jack. <laughs> you know, my dad actually does. Does, does he say? Does He says Jack. Does he say soul brother says, as well? No, he says Jack. He says sucker. He says this sucker. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh god, what's the other thing he says that makes me laugh? Can I get you something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got some metal. She move folk, but a lamb into the bones. I'm just saying black. Like when I'm at dressing a black person, like when I'm talking to them, or saying goodbye, I'll be like, "All right, black." Like he said that he's. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. But it's would you tell him to just relax and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine. I think what's good for me just hang is blood. She gonna catch up and out that, of um, What it is, big mama, 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 Everybody's getting older but everybody else is just aging. Aging. So are people reaching out to you after you wrote that uh Facebook post? Yeah. Yeah. Still kinda still kinda you sending me messages and the ones that I decide to respond to, it's it's been it's been nice. It's been really nice to see people, to see where they're at in life and again, like I said, it's just so weird how old everybody looks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I um, feel I, I feel like a I really do, I don't feel like I'm forty four. Like not even close. It's it's very, very weird. It's very weird to feel like you're still like just a twenty year old fresh out of college. You feel that way? Like twenty year old? I honestly do. Besides my knee, I feel just youthful. Besides my knee and my irritable <laughs> bowels. <laughs> it's late. Yeah. I gotta go to bed. When's this podcast ending? I always like going to bed. I always like going to bed. Mm, sleep. I love it. I love so. Anyways, yeah, it's been good. Reconnection still happening. Nice. Man, I'm, it's cheesy, but the weather. Like, mm. I'm loving this 70 degrees and 70 degrees and sunny. I, I, it's not hot enough that I'm sweating. It's not cold enough that I have to put on a sweatshirt when I go outside. It's just. It just makes me happy. It makes me happy. And that sunshiny Michigan shirt that Chris is wearing. Mm-hmm. That brings me joy. That brings me joy. Chris is unimpressed with that comment from you. <laughs> the mustache is coming back, too, it looks like. It oh, is. Yeah. It's weighing down his smile. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm not angry. I just have a mustache. Chris, I never saw James Buddha Edwards smile. That's a good point. Um, I have been uh, I like I said because I've been up a lot more, so I've been watching. Uh, I don't know if y'all ever saw the show Homecoming. On Amazon. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's the one where season two has Janelle Monae, right? Yeah. So like. Yeah. yeah. First, so first season was pretty dope. I really enjoyed it, and then I just started. I just actually just finished the second season, and I mm. very much enjoyed it. Uh, did you? Did you watch it? You didn't. 
I did watch it. It wasn't what I expected. Uh, but it was yeah. I liked it. But uh, I, I'm still actually processing it. Uh, I liked the aspect ratio shifting in season one. I don't know. I haven't seen season two. They don't but, do that anymore. But oh, I thought that was pretty dope. That's there was time. in the first season there was so they went back and forth and then there's like at one point they they kind of bridge the two timelines like the flashback and the present and they do the like Spielberg zoom out pan shot mm-hmm. combined where like it looks like the the like background and the foreground are like elongating and they change the aspect ratio at the same time and it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen that was the first season second season was just uh, i just enjoyed it uh i thought jen i think janelle monet is a great actress um yeah she's good uh you know Sometimes the people have like one role, like she had in, uh, she had the supporting role in Moonlight, and you're like, okay, cool. But she just like keeps doing like dope stuff. And she, if you could ever see her live, my God, see her live. She is an amazing performer. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, it's kind of cool to, there's basically four main characters on the, the four, uh, on the second season of Homecoming, and three of them are brown. Which was kind of cool to have like a major show like that, uh, with uh, Stephen Jackson of uh, If Beale Street Could Talk. We talked about the other day. He's the star mm-hmm. of that, and uh, Hong Chow is a awesome actress. Uh, she was in Watchmen. Uh, if you're not oh, sure yeah, who she is, she was. yeah, and downsizing, which is an interesting role. I that I've heard I, I've heard I interesting things movie. about that. I still haven't watched it. I hated that movie so much. Yeah, no. What are you gonna uh, do? Yesterday on Jeopardy, they showed Janelle Monet as like the two thousand dollar question. They were just showing like pictures of actors and actresses, and they showed Janelle Monet, and nobody got it right. I was just like, come on. Mm-hmm. It's better than them saying the wrong person. <laughs> it, uh, it would be more entertaining if they said the wrong person. No one really looks like Janelle, though, man. She's, she's pretty unique. Man. I still think back to that music video for Tightrope. And it's like, Janelle Monet killing it. Like... Her music has always sounded like nobody else's of the time. Just has that energy. I mean, she... That kind of Prince energy. So, Mm -hmm. like, Prince was like a mentor to her. And he was on one of her songs on her second album. And second or third album, I can't remember. And so we went and saw her perform back when I was living in Minneapolis. And it, 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 the most annoying thing ever was having everyone in the crowd know that Prince was there and just like praying that he'll go on stage for one song 
And that's just kind of like hanging over you the whole show. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 just yeah. like maybe, 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 and <laughs> and then he's and then she sings "Prime Time." I think it's "Prime Time" is the song he's on, and it's like, nope, didn't happen. But whatever, she's fucking dope. She she can like play her range is huge when she sings. Like I saw her must have been the last year um, out at. Um, Edgefield, and she would do, you know, she has songs that are fairly poppy, and then she has stuff that's like, where she'll just like rap, and she'll rap like fucking hard, and you're just like, oh, like Janelle ain't fucking around. That's like, she's so dope. She's so good. Eric, will this be the first year in a long time that you will not have gone to a concert? I have I been to a concert this year? I'm trying to think if I went to one early in the year. Like but, you go to more concerts than anyone I've ever met. Um, I mean, it was already going to take a dive, but I might be. I'll maybe I'll peek at my calendar and see if I had anything on it. I can say that, um, in basically a month. We had tickets to go see Vampire Weekend in Bend. Oh, shit. Um, but they canceled that about a month ago, so that was disappointing. Um, but yeah, it, it, it definitely, even if I have been to like one show, maybe, it's, it's a little rough. And, I, you know, obviously not going to go to a show anytime this year. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Um, let's see. Would have been maybe in February. I feel like there's something. All right, gentlemen. I'm gonna go uh, <laughs> blow my nose. Yeah, what's going on over there, man? Yo, we my allergies. Oh, what's going on outside? There's a soccer court across the a soccer court. Well, it's it's hard top. Like it's a asphalt top with uh, so a futsal court, I should say. And futsal. there's just a bunch of white dudes with like half of them with no shirts on, open shirts hand high-fiving each other. Shirts and skins. And breathing all heavy on top of each other. And all I can think is about what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. That some people just don't give a fuck. For those allergies, just get a hookworm. Get a hookworm? Get hookworms in you. Apparently those can help. Get hookworms? Yeah, listen to that. There's an NPR episode. Google that. Listen to it. It's a great episode. Hookworms and allergies. It was really fascinating. It might have been a... um, uh, what is that show with Jad Umbamrat? Um, um, How does it say this? Jad and uh, oh my god! No, no, I know no. you've listened to this. Before. This sounds like no, a no. would you rather? Google. Would would you rather <laughs> would you rather have allergies for the rest of your life or get hookworms? They found that people who were infected with hookworms who used to have allergies, they found that their allergies went away. 
Yeah, All right. But then you have hookworms. Then you have hookworms. Yeah, but whatever. Check it out. Google it. It's an interesting story. Radio Lab. I think it was a Radio Lab story. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll look yeah. it up after I'm done watching these gentlemen give each other COVID nineteen. All right. I'm gonna go watch an episode of Twilight Zone. <laughs> Season two. Bold oh, choice. Bold choice. Look at right. look at you paying for CVS All Access. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got I thought you Star said Trek CVS. Is the new, the new is that Trek. Picard? Oh, Picard was good too, but the new Star Trek, like the honestly top three shows I've seen in years, so good. So, so just because Tig's on it. Uh, no, she's actually, and I love Tig, but no, she's <laughs> probably the worst actor out of the entire. Uh, but she's still funny, and I love her. She's great, but uh, it's it's so good. You might even like it, Eric. It's good. It's very well done. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. See you later, soul brother. What You Wanna Know is recorded in Great White Portland. Bro crazy, bro crazy.